0: at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Hello everybody and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast and football is back but before we get into the football I want to dedicate the opening credits there to a lady by the name of Susie or Susan and uh, also to Jimmy and you guys will know what I'm on about with regards to that. Uh, so moving swiftly along, uh, Aston Villa play Liverpool this weekend as we, as we well know. Um not the, yeah. this this weekend. Is it the weekend? It's no, it's not. It's Monday. Yeah, we call Monday, Monday. the weekend in Chris in Christmas week Monday is still the weekend. It's a full week long weekend, I think, around Christmas time. And uh Aston Villa play Liverpool. And to be honest with you, a game I'm looking forward to. Um Paddy, do you know of anyone who's making the trip over?
1: Um I actually do you? Is Noel Connor going to it? I, I was wondering, yeah, I, I didn't want to say, it. is Noel going, petty? Because we should have asked Noel, about this
0: before we went. Think I think yeah, Noel has gone over, yeah, because yeah. he's he's very, um, he's uh, literally, he's tracking. Uh, I know people have been kicked off social media platforms for tracking. Uh tracking people's planes uh recently. And uh, Noel has been tracking the Argentinian team's planes and any t- plane that potentially I Emmy mean, Martinez could be on to see if it's on its way back to BHX. Uh, because he's very, very <laughs> worried about the goalkeeping situation for this game uh on, on what we call St. Stevens Day or what you guys call Boxing Day. Um yeah, so I think Noel is on his way over and he's uh yeah, he's 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 eagerly waiting to see who's going to be sta- who's going to come out to warm up or standing between the sticks. Um, for surely we did here so. surely, won't it? Well, Jed Steer, is that's, that was going to be my next little segue into that because Jed Steer looks like he's back in training. I'd be I'd be absolutely blown away if it's Jed Steer, but you know yourself that uh I won't he, professional, huh? Yeah, how unprofessional. It's all right, I'll fill the time there. But uh Jed Steer is back in training, so the goalkeeping room is getting healthy. We've obviously seen that Philip Marshall and uh Zeech, uh were um uh were uh, rotated in and out for certain minutes over the last uh, four or five weeks, um, so Emery was taking a look at what potentially would need it to be on the bench uh, from a backup point of view. Um, look, and, and, and as it stands, you know, you made your prof- prophecy that Emmy Martinez will play against Liverpool probably with a sore head and a hangover, and then he will be out for the for the FA Cup game. So he was going to honor the the, the I festive. Did, I
1: did I did make the statement which came from somebody else, and I said, "Don't shoot the messenger." So, if it's oh, of course,
0: would. What, oh no, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. So like we're just we're just spitballing. I suppose really we don't know for sure, but we're spitballing that yeah. that that the, uh, the ideal situation would be Liverpool, Spurs, Wolves, and then a week off. Uh, for Emily yeah. Martinez, but look, exactly. we'll see what we'll see what happens with regards to that. He's come off yeah. uh, a period of time where he's been playing uh, two games a week already. Maybe uh, you know he's he's not up for that. Maybe it's the Spurs game he takes off. Maybe it's the Wolves game he takes off. I don't know, but I think the three games obviously are going to be tough games that Aston Villa are going to have. Wolves team to be dipping into the transfer market. I think they're going to be the busiest team over the course of the January transfer window mm-hmm. now that they've got Lapetegi in there. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about you know, the yeah. Liverpool game. As and go go
1: back to go back to what you asked initially. Was anybody going over? There's there's a lot of logistical problems with this game because there's strikes really? on all over the place. Yeah, so yeah. I think that has deterred a lot of, of of Irish fans from from traveling to this one. Plus, yeah. Boxing Day is notorious for being difficult with getting trains. Anyway, I know I went to Blackburn away. <laughs> the fact that it was Blackburn away tells you it was many moons ago, and uh, I think we were top of the league um 1999 98 time mm-hmm. and uh yeah we we lost three two i went to get my train back and ended up having to get a taxi from blackbourne to manchester which cost me 70 quid thankfully it about I, 700 quid no thankfully i enclosed the receipt and sent it to the the whatever they were called at the time british rail or whatever they sent me a check which I was very surprised, but they cancelled my train. I, I booked the train and they cancelled it, so yeah, they refunded my money. But uh, next couple of days in Manchester were were pretty hard when I was down 70 quid when I was particularly young and didn't have that much yeah. money to, to well, throw you around. Him, you should have sent
0: him an invoice for that as well, Paddy. Should have sent <laughs> him an invoice for that, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like as I say, um, our, like for, for me, I don't. Before I before I get fired into the wooden box and into and six foot under, I hope to go over for a boxing. day. Uh, they are a, a Saint Stephen's Day game, all right. Um, because as I say, I think it would be a nice pilgrimage to make. I think it would be a nice. Um, I've never been, and the reason being is just like there's so many festivities around Ireland on on the 26th of December it's just a huge day and for me it's a massive day with regards to family, it's probably a bigger day than Christmas in a lot of ways with regards to family extended family, friends, people coming home from being abroad, the wider diaspora obviously descend on Ireland Uh, we are a a nation that have flung people to every corner, nook and cranny of the world and people come home for Christmas and and usually the 26th is when you get to meet people so for me it's never really been an option, it's not even something I've ever really thought of, of going, oh, I'd love to go over for a, a, a St. Stephen's Day or a Boxing Day fixture, mm. Um, but I would like to do it at some stage, as I say, but uh, as I say, there's just too much fun to be had in Ireland. There's just too much fun to be had in the 26th of December. Well, look, uh, in, as, in someone who
1: has experienced it uh, home and away, uh, home a few times, uh, one in particular stands out, we, we beat Spurs on, on Boxing Day and Stan Collymore scored an absolute peach of a goal. I remember that. And um, the one thing that stands out for me is the family atmosphere around around the fixtures. Yes, um, it's Absolutely. really really good. Every, everybody tries their best to be with their family and bring bring whoever they love to the, to the games, and and that that's what I loved about it. Um, and that's what Michael says here below. He says he always loves the Boxing Day game at Villa Park. Mm.
0: His son and two daughters will be with him, and it's all about family as well. Exactly, one hundred percent. One hundred percent, and as I say, just like people who are in the vicinity of Villa Park, or even can take a train to go up, it's as I said, it's almost like a a tradition going to that game, and and if they ever do, like like for me, I think that there should be a full slate on the twenty sixth, and I and, and 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 I was very traditional minded when I when they started kind of subjugating the games out to every single day over Christmas period. So there was a game on, game on every day. For the, the casual football fan, it's brilliant. But there's something like, it's almost like FA Cup third round day, uh, the 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 26th of December, you know, when you have all those games on as well. But I think they've done a pretty decent job of it now. Uh, and I think they've found the right balance, But you know, from the... Um, uh, trying to trying to keep all the TV companies happy. But as Michael says, getting there with family is a really, really great experience as well. And I'm sure and I hope everyone that's going gets there safe, gets there happy, healthy, bring the turkey sandwiches or whatever kind of sandwiches that are going to be left over from the day before. And most of all, I hope Aston Villa have a win. Um, is it, a, is but, it Amazon Prime for this game? I think so too. Yeah, I think it is.
1: Yeah. I, I think are all the games
0: on Amazon Prime.
1: I think, well, that's, what they did. that's what they did last year, I think. Yeah. But yeah, um, I didn't realise last year you could actually watch it on Amazon Prime in Ireland, so <laughs> it's handy to watch it this time. Yeah, but um, yeah, I like Amazon's coverage. It's it's fresh. It's it's not dated like the rest of them dr- driving out the same stuff week in week out. So it's yeah. nice to see new bodies are, 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 are on the sideline talking about uh, talking about it in a different way. I suppose is the only way to look at it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're eight minutes in. And uh, we haven't even spoken about the game yet. And as we know, we are playing against Liverpool. Um, and look, it's 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 going to be really strange. I don't think anybody's going to know what type of lineup we're going to have out. I don't think anybody's going to know what type of li- lineup Liverpool are going to have out. And this this mini off season that we've had here hasn't been particularly um kind to liverpool they've lost luis Louis, uh, Diaz. um obviously they're going to be without Ibrahimo Kanate. Uh, it looks it, most likely he will there will be without him and um who's the other person diego jata is still injured Curtis jones is injured and obviously the guy, the the loan signing arthur the brazilian midfielder has very very sparsely if if even featured in them at all he's one, still one going game to.
1: Yeah, he's still
0: day. out as well. So, they're still struggling in midfield for for options. Obviously, their strike force has was four deep regardless. But um, I suppose let's focus on Liverpool slightly first because I know there's going to be that... There's a deeper conversation about Aston Villa uh, to come. But let's focus on Liverpool. Like, they've not really been the Liverpool of last year or the year before this year. But... They've had four weeks to 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 polish the polish the edges and 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 what they've been doing. But mm. you know, should we like? Obviously, we we should be going there with hope. But should we have maybe a small bit more hope than we would have maybe had seven eight weeks ago?
1: I, I would have thought so. Um, like, bear in mind, we've had four weeks to start working on stuff as well. And although the results haven't been, I know we beat Chelsea, like, but the results haven't been perfect over the last couple of weeks which somebody suggested in the comments there as well. Um we lost 2-0 at Everton yesterday. Um I I, I don't read too much in the friendlies anymore and the reason that is is because we had such a good pre-season and then started the season shockingly. So you can just never you can never delve into that too much. Um going back to Liverpool they're not the team they were. They're not firing on all cylinders. Could that change? Absolutely could change on Monday. They could they could have everything polished as you say. Um, I'm not expecting them to be totally polished. I'm not expecting them to be the Liverpool of old, and I think we must have a little bit more hope for this one than we usually have. Um, like, uh, the Liverpool fans are a bit—they're
0: a bit jittery this season, uh, because of the, the unpredictable nature, I suppose, of results that they've had. Like there was, they've they've had they've had some 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 gaudy results, or results that you'd never expect to expect them to have previously, but. You know, it's like they, they, You've seen the sublime, sublime to the ridiculous on Twitter with regards to like clap out, which would be absolutely insane if that was the was to happen. And um, then obviously, look, I, and and I completely understand that some Liverpool fans are upset about the fact that they didn't go and purchase that all encompassing midfielder, and that they feel they've needed one since probably Aldum has left uh, the club. They needed that. Somebody who can come in and can offer that small something a small bit different. Mm. And you know, the fan base, Liverpool fan base at times can be split between Jordan Henderson and and you know, maybe he's a bit old in the tooth, maybe he isn't, and so on and so forth. Um, But like Liverpool are going to be Liverpool once you've got Mo Salah up top, and once you've got uh, like like Luis Diaz was 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 supposed to be the 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 replacement for um, for Sadio Mane. But this yeah. is going to bring Darwin Nunes back into the game a small a bit more.
1: Mm. And I. And a man, a man with a lot to prove. Yes. And I.
0: And yeah. I. That's bad news for Aston Villa from the point of view that he's the type of striker that we never seem to really deal with. Uh, traditionally, yeah. we don't really seem to deal with.
1: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. No purchase necessary. Void we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Is he the kind of is is he going to be the kind of the radar man that we're going to need to kind of keep an eye on the whole time during this game? Do you think?
1: Um, he, he hasn't he hasn't shown me enough to suggest that he has the mentality for the Premier League yet. Now, what they've done with him in the last three or four weeks, we'll never know. But he 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 just doesn't seem to be. He he's playing a different league's game, and he's thinking he's getting away with all all, all of these, you know, over the top challenges and elbows and everything mm. else. And he's in the referee's face all the time. That needs to calm down for him, for him to succeed. He he needs he needs to just take a chill pill for me. But uh, I I I don't I I'm not particularly worried about him. Um, obviously that could come back and haunt me. Um, I I think I think him and uh, what's the other guy's name, that's missing. Uh, Diaz, playing Diaz. Um, I, I would, ra- I would rather be playing Darwin Nunes than, than Diaz. He looks more, more, of a player, from, from what we've seen of him. So, yes, they're, they're missing, uh, Mane. He, he was always the one that we feared the most. So it, it's going to be refreshing to be playing Liverpool back in the Premier League since we got back without him because we haven't yet. Yeah, it's it, like
0: I. You know, Paddy, you know the old adage: if you are playing against Aston Villa and you're down in your luck, or someone's questioning your valor, or someone thinks you can't play in this league, you ultimately end up scoring a double hat trick and and, <laughs> uh, and 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 kicking on for the rest of the year. You know, and there's a reason Darwin Nunes was an eighty million pound player. He's a good striker. I don't think he had the most electric uh, World Cup. He actually didn't look like he was too bothered an awful lot in the World Cup. Or Ur- Uruguay were were a strange beast in the World Cup. I think, mm. and uh, you know they 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 looked leggy in certain areas. And they it was a case of they they were kind of going out and saying to um, Valverde win this game for us. And while he is capable of doing that, um just the the some the some of the parts weren't around him for 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 obvious reasons and and they were trying to give Suarez the sun, swan song and then the whole Ghana thing happened. Um but I think the I think for him it's uh, it's it, like we, going back to the 2-0 loss against Everton and when we I, I, I will bring that into it. And while I agree with you the friendly matches don't really count from that point of view one thing I have felt within the friendly matches is that and I completely understand why why it's been done, and I'll get into that in a moment. Is that like the centre half pairings like there's Bar Kanza, anyone who's come in alongside in, alongside Mings, has looked extremely ropey. And this and when we go back to the start of the year about how ropey Kanza was when he was playing beside Mings previously, um I'm just I'm at the stage where I really want Diego Carlos back because that's one area of the field where I'm beginning to worry about, beginning to worry about our center, about about our center halves again. And Mm. I think it's just because, Um, there's been like, like when we've seen the games, there's been chopping and changing of center halves. Um, I, I, Like I, people notice, and I'm not going in on Callum Chambers. I'm certainly not. I saw, I saw photos of when Neil Maupe scored last uh, yesterday in the 12th minute uh, for the second goal against Everton. And it just looked like the two center halves had no idea what they were doing, what, what either of the two of them were doing for Maupay's goal. And it's just stuff like that, that, the kind of just it's it's just annoying, uh, and and I think that it's it's stuff like that that can maybe cause an overreaction amongst um, amongst fans. Mm. it Me, was it I'm was not, I'm not was a Chambers,
1: muteer. Chambers was the other center half yesterday, wasn't he? It was, yeah, in Chambers. Now,
0: granted as well, that like the back line was Augustinson on the left, and uh, I think, um, yeah, I, I thought we saw who was on the right hand side, but but what I'm trying to get at, was, at here I, is... Ashley Young was, was on the right hand side, actually. What I'm trying to get at here was is that, um. You know, Una Emery isn't too worried about the fluidity of the of having the two centre halves build up that Sympathon. For that reason, I think it's going to be Kanza and Mings, but I would be worried if if, if it wasn't just on what I've seen in these friendlies. Um yeah. and plus, I do think that Callum Chambers is the third best centre back we have at best. Um with with uh, uh Diego Carlos being out. And I just see it maybe as an area that we might want to shore up. Um, in the in, in the coming transfer window, th- maybe I not a will. big superstar um, no, in I, this I, I in the January he, transfer.
1: I think he'll spend money, maybe not big money as you say, but I I definitely think he will spend money on on uh, on a player that will 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 definitely bridge that gap and be capable to step in should Mings or Diego Carlos be unavailable. So it's not one I'm particularly worried about. I'm more worried about where the goals are going to come from. Yeah, me me too. Yeah, yeah. but I, I do I do believe that he will he will definitely shore up there and he might even buy a striker. Who knows? He might buy well, a few. I think, I think <laughs> a striker is, I think a striker will come in. I think mm. even if it's a, even if
0: it's a somebody that myself and Paddy, I, I won't get into it. I won't get into who, who uh, I was looking at last night and going, do you know what? Why not? Why not? Uh, that I might do a podcast on that and take all of it, take all the, the slagging uh, <laughs> that will come my way. But uh, I think a striker will come in, <coughs> will come in the door. And I think it will be somebody that will be um, a compliment more so than I'm um, sorry. I think it will be somebody that will make a difference up top first. Um, but whether whether somebody comes in at the back, I don't know. Once again, it all, was, it all depends on Diego Carlos's timeline. But that's that's why I'm nervous about Darwin Nunes. I'm nervous about him because he's a proper striker and uh, he's going to look for opportunities to spark into life. Um, he, like, there, is a, there is a question mark over him like within the Premier League. And as I say, Aston Villa usually help those question marks go away if you are a striker that's down on your luck. So that's just mm-hmm. years and years of conditioning to being um, upset about uh, strikers' performance against us. Um, I think our midfield would be pretty much easy to pick. I think the midfield will, will probably pick itself, albeit, does he go McGinn and Ramsey in those two, ten positions? Does he play Bailey up top? Yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm slightly
1: worried about Jacob Ramsey and his fitness. We, we don't know to what level he's, he's back at. We know he's missed most of this break. Whether that was an opportunity to give him a break, I don't know. So there's been very little talk about injuries and stuff, and I'm sure we'll probably hear from Emery tomorrow. Um, tomorrow or Saturday, maybe. Um, yeah, it, it's it, it's a worry for me. Um, obviously, I love Jacob Ramsey, one one of those players that makes me smile. I love to see him on the ball. Um, so I, I'm a little bit anxious about that. But o- other than that, I think we've got a, a clear enough bill of health um, from what we'd expect. And you've more or less said our strongest team. It'd be, it'd be hard to work out what he does up top. Probably Watkins and Bailey or Ings and Bailey, um, but he's played Watkins a good bit in the in the friendlies, from what I can see. Um, and then take your pick. <laughs> Who does he play as as the two wide eights, two Then wide, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah um, I think because it's against Liverpool, I think we'll see Ramsey and. Again, I think Bailey will be used as that impact player, and I think mm. up top we'll see Ings and Watkins, and I think Ings yeah. and Watkins will be trying to spread spread the defenders. Whether it's um, Matip, uh, whether it's Gomez, the playing alongside um, alongside Van Dijk, uh, it'll be interesting. Like, uh, he, albeit that Virgil Van Dijk and, and and Holland didn't make it to the to to the very embers of the of the World Cup, he didn't have a particularly great World Cup either, you know, no, and, and and. The the dutch team were were pretty underwhelming um from that point of view so it's 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 just going to be an yeah. interesting one to see like he still has miles in his legs and he would have been taking time off I don't know. Um, it, do you know what Eric Ten Hag made a great point? He said that these players have been away for two, three, four weeks, whatever situation, whatever um, period of time they've been away. But their minds have been immersed in a completely different systems, completely different tactical talks. And while your muscle memory is one thing, he said, you know, you need more than a week if you're an outfield player to come in and to and, and, to, yeah. and to fully be have that simpatico. Specifically, if you're playing in a midfield, a midfield like Liverpool's playing or a back four mm-hmm. like Liverpool's playing, because you're very much you're very much um, you know, zonal until you don't need to be kind of with regards to, to, to your positioning in in that in that. And uh, you know, if you start misstepping there, you can you can you can see uh, people getting behind you. And that's one thing Liverpool really don't tend to let people do is get in behind them. But and I hate going back to it, and this is probably the last time on the podcast on the podcast I mentioned the seven two, but that's how Villa got around them. We got in behind them and um and, and and Liverpool learned their lesson an awful lot, but this season we have seen teams get in around them. So hopefully it's I know,
1: uh I know that's a typo from Johnny, but he says Manny yeah. missed it, the seven two. Um, yeah. I th- I think that's a an important point given what we've just, uh, been talking about. And uh, like he he was my illogical Well, it was logical in the end because he he always destroyed us. I remember that day we were one 0 up on ninety two minutes and lost two one. Um, when we return to the Premier League, he's just he just got the capability of turning it on against us. And yeah. I'm delighted he's I'm delighted we won't be playing him at Bayern Munich. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, KFWH, that's uh,
0: that's Douglas Louise. That's Douglas Louise, would you believe? Uh, just with different hair at from the start of the season. Uh, just he said that in the in the thumbnail it's it looks very like uh in senior Tigny. um yeah, <laughs> but no it's not, it's uh, it's Douglas Louise. Um <laughs> So, uh, Paddy, I, I suppose. Look, there isn't there isn't kind of much more to say about this. It's really an unknown game. It's not e- it's not even like we can go on on uh, first game of the season kind of vibes that we would have from what where people have been playing. I firmly believe the friendlies that Aston Villa have played over the course of the last uh, last couple of weeks have been very much so getting to know your squad, where you need to plug gaps and everything. Yeah. And, and and look. Be honest with you, Emery must have been rubbing his hands together because no manager gets the opportunity to do this mid season. You know, he gets this opportunity to do it eight days yeah. out from the start of a transfer. And we, window. We,
1: we've been saying this since the murmurings of, of Gerard out started back in yeah. September, that the perfect time was for the manager to come in just before just when Emery did Like So um the players have all got away, they've all got sun on their back, even the ones at the at the yeah. World Cup. Um it's a nice time of year to get some warm weather training they should all be in 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 good fettle going into this game. Um as i said, my only one I'm worried about is Jacob Ramsey. I I think Konza will start. I think Conza will be fine. Yeah, so do I. And and other than that I'll be waiting for the for the team sheet to come out to see Big man, you know how, how how we are. I'm I'm also I'm also happy that we we have Kamara there because he can step in between those two centre halves if needed if we've been overrun. So yeah, I can't see the system changing. It'll be four-two-two-two. I don't think he'll change it for anybody, un- unless we're we're men down. So that that's what I see happening. I, I I see Louise being pivotal to us. Um, I see Kamara being pivotal to us in the de- defensive setup. So there's a lot of ways of looking at it. But yes, I I hope rather than expect, but. There's no reason why we can't go and get something out of it. If we don't get something out of it, remember that it's still early days. We've a long way to go. There's a few players, I would imagine, to come in in January. And I'm excited. I'm excited for the return because, you know, we we'd no vested interest really in the World Cup other than Emmy Martinez. Um going back to what you said oh, about
0: us two had no invested
1: no vested yeah, interest really other exactly. than Emmy Martinez, maybe Matthew Cash. Yeah. <laughs> but like the, our our guy a lot of our guys went home early. They got a they got a um they got a break. They got they got a they got time on the training pitch with, with, with their players and uh look there's no reason why we can't push on and get something out of this. Yeah, I think so too. Um Nathan thank you so
0: much for your uh, for your super chat, really appreciate that Nathan you're, you're a legend and uh, you always <laughs> pop on to the live streams and we really appreciate that, you always pop on to the non-live streams as well which is really good. I, uh, I take it Nathan's
1: boss is, isn't a, a Villa fan or he might be a little bit worried that he's watching <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you, it's still working, it's still working and, and, and do that at the same time um, alright guys, Paddy actually summed the situation up really well, look, this is this could be a first, it's taking me till the 22nd of December to be able to do this, but Paddy summed up the situation very well there absolutely brilliantly. I can't add anything to that, so I'm going to shut my mouth, and uh, I'm going to end the podcast on that note, but thank you so much to everybody for listening, and for, for watching, we will, we will be back later on, we will, or later on, when I say later on, we will be back later on this week, with just a little bit of a Christmas podcast, um, just a very small one, just myself and Patty talking about a few things, and then next week, obviously, we will be back with the uh, Team Sheet Tantrum, post matches, and stuff like that, and we're going to try and do a little bit of a roundup of some of our favourite clips over the course of last season so uh, I've been going through the blooper reel and, and uh, the not so blooper reel over the last uh, last few days uh, so I hope you guys enjoy that, that will be out over for the um. The, the, around the new year weekend as well. So thanks so much everybody for listening. Thanks so much everybody for watching. Here's to an Aston Villa win on the 26th. Hope you all have an absolutely brilliant Christmas. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I hope you just have a brilliant weekend or I hope you have a brilliant Hanukkah or whatever way you want to celebrate it with friends, family and uh, and whoever is in your vicinity. And um, I hope everybody and, is safe. And if, you,
1: and if you happen to be working all this weekend you're our hero fair play to you it's 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 a tough weekend to be away from your family so we're thinking of you this weekend too anybody who's in law enforcement
0: anybody who works in the the nhs or wherever you are the nurses the doctors everything like genuinely, heart goes out yeah. to you guys, and I hope that uh, I hope that everybody get stays safe and has 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 a great Christmas uh, and, and a great holiday season. So, uh, and and, it, and it's also.
1: a it's a tough time for a lot of people. Or a lot of people alone. If you feel like reaching out or pinging a, a yeah. social media message, work away. They're always open, but look after yourselves and be safe.
0: Be safe is right. Adios, everybody. We will see you again later on this week. Stay safe, stay happy, and above all else. Up the villa. Up the villa.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?